want to welcome everyone to the March 13th Williamson County Board of Commissioners meeting. Uh, the first item on our agenda is the invocation and pledge. The invocation tonight by Commissioner Paul Webb, the pledge by Commissioner Greg Sanford. Please rise. Almighty and loving Lord, we thank you today and every day for the blessings we have received in our community. Thank you for everyone in public service working here to protect us and all abroad the globe. Lord, look over our doctors, our nurses, teachers, police officers, firefighters, all those who serve our community and our country. Today, Lord, we live in a threatening world and we look to you as our rock of hope. Hear us as we pour out our hearts to you, asking for your grace and protection. Look over those members and family members of our body having health issues and other family issues and protect those that are traveling this time of year during spring break. We stand in wonder and awe as we praise you, dear Lord, who sent your son for all of us and whose love is everlasting. Let us all say, Amen. Amen. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation. Next up is our roll call. If the commissioners have all signed into their meeting app, please press your present button. Okay, we've got got a few that are unable to sign in or okay Commissioner Morton are you still working on yours <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll do a voice for you guys. Uh, go ahead and. Oh, there we go. Uh, go ahead and record the roll, Mr. Whitby. I have 20 present, four absent. Commissioner Ricky Jones, absent. Commissioner Jennifer Mason, absent. Commissioner Aaron Nations, absent. And Commissioner Mary Smith, absent. Heard from each of them. Most of them are out because of spring break issues. Uh, keep Commissioner Mary Smith in your thoughts and prayers. Her father passed away yesterday. So our thoughts are with her. Next is approval of the minutes for the February meeting. Copies were sent out to each of you. I'll entertain a motion. Okay, we got a motion from Commissioner Torres, a second from Commissioner Stresser. Um, any additions or corrections to the minutes? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? Press your yes button if you're in favor. Opposed, your no. Greg, are you able to? It's all right. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whitby. 20 yes, zero no. Are approved. Next, we have communications and messages. Um, 
We have four late filed resolutions. If there are no objections, we will hear resolutions 23, 25, and 26 under appropriations and resolution 24 under other. Any objections? Uh, and I'll go back to that one. Seeing none, we'll hear those. Um, and now I'm gonna backtrack a little bit and go to citizen communications. Uh, so our rules allow up to three minutes for those who have signed in to speak. And when I call your name, if you will, come up to the podium and give us your name and uh, the city that you live in. So we can have that for the record. Um, first on the list, Spiegel. Stuart Spiegel. Saturday, I attended Behind the Curtain, an election integrity symposium held at the Embassy Suites in Brentwood. I'm very grateful to Commissioner Chris Richards for his attendance, but sorry that every one of you were not there, because the evidence presented was overwhelming that we can no Mike, more in front of you. There. Yeah. There you go. The, over <laughs> the evidence presented was overwhelming that we can no longer pretend that machine voting is an acceptable option in this county. Among the speakers were two cybersecurity experts with impressive credentials and over 60 years' experience between them. Clay Parikh demonstrated live on screen how he could hack into any election management system, even without a password, in three minutes or less, and access and alter the database and hence the outcomes. Mark Cook used a pre-programmed flash drive inserted into the USB port of a laptop for one second and changed the outcome of that database from Biden to Trump in a millisecond. Please note that our election commission wants to continue to use the ESNS ePoll book, which is a Microsoft Surface tablet capable of having a flash drive inserted. This device is manufactured in a CCP-controlled factory in China, as are all the critical components of the ESNS D200 scanner tabulators, with the remaining parts from off-the-shelf components. Neither ESNS nor our election commission offer independent risk assessment of the ESNS equipment. I understand that the inspection done by the Election Commission is only where ESNS allows. They do not have free reign to thoroughly examine all the equipment, nor do they allow independent cybersecurity professionals to do so. I am providing the County Commission with what is known in election integrity circles as the ESNS corruption document, which my wife also provided to each of our election commissioners in November 2021. It catalogs a long history of ESNS lies, corruption, and lawsuits against it from all over the country, yet our election commission wants to trust them. You also have before you a diagram of the ESNS election management system 6.1.1.0 in use in our county. It is not a simple system, but a very complex one. Complexity encourages corruption. We do not want this system or any other machine voting system in Williamson County. Please, please use your power of the purse to refuse the purchase of the ESNS system. The Election Commission needs to return us to the simplicity, security, economy, and utility of Election Day voting using a currency-grade paper ballot and precincts as mandated by our state constitution. Our elections must be secure and reliable or our republic and our democracy are dead. It is long past time to restore the voters' confidence in our elections. Thank you very much. Next we have Sharon Spiegel. My name is Sharon Spiegel and I live in Franklin. 
I emailed all commissioners a copy of my remarks from the March 8th meeting of the county commissioners and the election commissioners for those of you who were not able to be in attendance. I enjoyed watching Representative Bud Halsey last week as he presented HB 0726, the Restoring State Sovereignty Through Nullification Act. I find it ironic that at a time when our General Assembly is working to pass bills to limit and stop the gross federal overreach assaulting our state, that our legislators, county commissioners, and election commissioners have all taken we the people away from our Tennessee State Constitution, Article 4, Section 1, which states, the General Assembly shall have power to enact laws requiring voters to vote in the election precincts in which they may reside, and laws to secure the freedom of elections and the purity of the ballot box. It was the elected county commissioners who were to determine our precincts by population with specific boundaries and a finite maximum number of voters. Precincts allowed voter registration to remain off-network to register a voter and protect the integrity of the poll book. I would love to know why our county commissioners have abrogated your responsibility and instead have allowed the unelected members of our election commission to implement the pilot program for Obama-encouraged vote centers with no expiration date and no mechanism for evaluation or public approval. The vote centers have not increased voter turnout as was touted. Worst of all, the vote centers exist to force us to use electronic voting machines, internet-connected e-poll books, and election management systems which centralize our, all of our elections. Our election commission likes to ask, where is the fraud in Williamson County? I am providing each of you copies from the EAC and CISA of the proven fraud in Williamson County and the now infamous Tennessee era from our October 2021 alderman election right in Franklin. Our election commission did not find this error in their LNA testing. This was huge news. This error caused the federal EAC to admit they had erroneous code in a certified system. The EAC report states there was a, quote, QR code signature mismatch, which, according to cyber expert Clay Perique on Saturday, it is impossible because code is read exactly as it was programmed for that computer. Note the nine times in the CISA report, which you have tonight, where it says an attacker could leverage this vulnerability to spread malicious code. This error affected the BMDs and the scanners. The EAC concludes the cause of the anomaly was inconclusive, yet they did no root cause analysis. The Tennessee error has now been found to be operational in New Mexico, in Arizona in 2022. 20 seconds. In 65 of 67 counties in Georgia, including DeKalb County, where Michelle Spears, who was a county commissioner number two race, get, got zero votes in her race, but she knew that she and her husband had both voted, so she should have got two votes at least. So she asked for a recount, and it was found that she actually won her race. There were 2,800 ballots which were not counted by the scanners uh, in her particular instance. Um. We must remove electronic voting from our elections to ever fully trust the results. Please say no to the ESS purchase. Say no more to the vote center pilot. And I thank you for your time. Anna Grace Hall. Oh. 
Hello, everybody. I know that y'all are not allowed to respond, but there's something about y'all not being able to respond that makes me want to be funnier so that you maybe will respond. But I know that's illegal, so I'm, I'll get to my notes. <clears throat> my name's Hannah Grace Hall. I'm from Nolansville. I am one of the owners of the commercial property at 5141 Murfreesboro Road. As you are aware, we were here last month. Um, we were here to voice our concerns and our disappointment with the triune special area character plan. Um, my fellow owner and I are here to voice um, our, our opinions again. So here we go. Uh, our goal in growth as business owners is not to be a chain, but a homegrown experience that serves the public, not just in beauty, but in community. We are already an established business doing this just seven minutes away from our property. We have successfully run and operated this business for five years and executed many incredible community events. And we plan to continue that kind of outreach and add value to our community. As you already know, we continue to hit brick wall after brick wall, denying our property's septic plans. We have been able to accommodate each of the septic department's regulations and ultimately have not been told any valid rules our septic, our septic system would be breaking. It seems as though even in our best efforts and while we communicate with fellow business owners and residents, this county's goal is to hinder growth by denial through unattainable regulations that have no validity. Tonight, we're specifically here to implore you all to vote in favor for Resolution 323-1 to allow sewer treatment plants on RD5 zoning to serve the Triune Special Character Area. Vote for small businesses. Vote for individuals who want to add value to this community. My goal in speaking this evening is to reintroduce myself, to appeal to you all, uh, and to advocate for ourselves as small business owners and young women in our community. Williamson County and specifically this Triune Special Area Plan has the opportunity to continue growing and bringing in wonderful businesses with local residents operating them. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mr. Frank Limpus. Hi there, I'm Frank Limpus. I live in Franklin. And um, I just want to thank the commissioners uh, who attended last week's town hall meeting uh, very much for your time and your, 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 your listening to us. In fact, I specifically want to recognize Chris Richards, who um, gave us the opportunity to be heard. And that's all a, a, a citizen can ask. So I sincerely appreciate that. We had a strong number of citizens who came out and voiced some pretty significant concerns about election machines and our election process here in Williamson County. For every one of you, I've laid on your desk uh, footnotes from that event that document all that we said to ensure that you know that, we, that what we advocate is not disinformation, it's not misinformation, it's not half-truths, it's not biased. Uh, you can go to our website, which is TennesseeElectionIntegrity.com, and find this document online in our presentation tab. And you can scroll down, open it up, and you can easily click on all of those examples that I've laid out on those footnotes. Um, we've cited a broad number of cybersecurity election experts as well as studies that back up everything that we've said. I hope you'll look through them uh, and through these information sources before you vote on the Williamson County Election Commission's budget 
uh, and their desire to load us up with uh, more and more machines that we feel are highly um, uh, vulnerable. In our judgment, not exactly uh, taxpayer well spent, taxpayer money well spent, but I do appreciate your giving me the chance to talk and again to even consider what we've uh, asked for. Thank you. That concludes citizen communications. Uh, back to communications and messages, I did neglect to ask if there is no objection. The resolution pertaining to the voting machines, resolution 3-2317, we will move it up to the front uh, for those who have come to hear that resolution. Do I hear any objections to that? Seeing none, we'll hear that resolution first under appropriations just after the public hearings. Next are reports from county offices. Mayor Rogers Anderson. Chairman, thank you. Commissioners, we'll have Phoebe give us a snapshot of the county and also give you an update on the money you appropriated for 911 areas um, to help us retain and, keep, um, and hire new employees. Phoebe. Good evening, Mr. Chairman, Commissioners. Over the past eight months, this legislative body has continued to support our efforts in addressing the critical needs and the personnel shortages in the areas of law enforcement and public safety. Back in October, you approved an amendment to adjust existing pay scale and salaries in an effort to meet market demands in the Sheriff's Office. As recently as January, with the help of the Emergency Communications District, additional salary increases have been provided to the 911 telecommunicators. This time last year, there were 21 open 911 dispatch operators. Currently, there is one as of Friday. Since the October pay scale adjustment, the sheriff has hired a total of 11 deputies, five on roadside operations and six in detention jail. We are continuing to make progress countywide in reducing our number of vacancies, as we have seen the largest of new hires in orientation for the month of February than we have in over a year. I thank you for your help and support as we continue to make the strides in this area of personnel. And as you can see, your, your efforts have not gone unnoticed, so thank you. Our total privilege tax collections for the month of January was 831,537. This is a decrease from the month of December. However, we are currently balancing our February revenues, and I'm happy to say um, that the privilege tax revenues for the month of February are up again over January. So we are balancing out. We didn't incur a loss at the Cool Springs Conference Center for the month of January in the amount of 43,450. This is our first loss at the convention center in six months. So I would like to, to at least make that note. Our education impact fee collections remain steady with net collections of $1.1 million for the month of January. Is there any questions or anything I can address that anyone would? Questions for Mrs. Riley? Do you have one? Commissioner Sanford. All right. <laughs> then I guess we have none. All right. Thank you. 
Mr. Chairman, I'll answer any questions you may have. Questions for the mayor? Seeing none. I, I do have a question. I'm sorry, Commissioner Hayes. So what's the status of uh, the company that's doing their assessment of our septic system? So they're wrapping up their report. Uh, we will be having later this month an off-site training uh, with all of the personnel at this time. So we're pretty close to getting it. It's in the area of um, the regulations. There was three pages brought back, so we'll be going through those with our legal team and helping to determine which one of those uh, th that are being presented need to be looked at or tweaked so that we can have a more efficient system. So uh, I guess I understood back when we approved to have them hired that we would actually have purview of their report and maybe have some input and was I guess I was incorrect in thinking that as commissioner. Well, you'll have an opportunity to see the report once it's completed that's for sure. Okay. Any other questions for the mayor? I see none. Next up, uh, in place of Director of Schools, Jason Golden, we have the esteemed Rachel Farmer. Uh, Mr. Golden is having a family vacation during spring break, but he sends his regards to you all and ask that I just share a couple of items with you. One being that when we return from spring break, that'll be the beginning of the last nine weeks of school. He has said many times that spring is his favorite time on campus because of all the different activities and encourages you all to come and join and attend um, plays and concerts and athletic events that are gonna be happening. And then the other item is that we will present our uh, budget to our board in two weeks. Um, the biggest, challenge with this particular budget is the state funding change from BEP, which was the basic education plan, over to TISA, which is the Tennessee Investment in Student Achievement. Um, there's a little unknown to it. We won't have actual fiscal capacity indices from the state until May the 1st. So we'll be presenting a budget to you and then the education um, and budget committees in the month of April, knowing that there may be some changes that come after that. And that's it, but I'll gladly answer any questions you may have. Questions for Mrs. Farmer? I see none. Oh, I'm sorry, Commissioner Lawrence. Yes, sir. Rachel, uh, thank you for standing in tonight. Uh, you're a little bit harder to see than, than Jason when he gets up there. Uh, <laughs> I, I did talk with Jason about the TISA formula, and he he indicated that we would know in May, in March what maybe what the number might be. Is there? Do you have any idea right now the difference between the BEP and the TISA? What kind of increase in funding that's going to mean for the county? We were given an estimate last February that had a breakdown between what the state and, and local funding requirements would be. We um, have been given updated numbers in February for the next projection, but it did not have the breakdown between local and state requirement. And so that's what we've been told from the state, that we won't have those actual indices for what the true total weight and balances are and then the fiscal capacity indices until May 1st. And so um, we do not have an actual, we have an, a guess, educated guess, um, based on advice given to us from the state about using 
weights similar to the original ones they gave us, ba uh, the basin weights, and then also current fiscal capacity. Um, looks like we'll get some money, but we don't exactly know. We don't. Thank you, Rachel. Any other questions for Rachel? Looking at all my sources, I see none. Thank you. Next, we have the hospital report. Uh, Mr. Phil Mazuka. Jason's absence, I didn't have to pull the microphone down this time. Uh, Mr. Chair, Commissioners, thank you for having us here again tonight. Uh, I'm here with Mike Genesee, as usual, my CFO. I'll give you a brief update on the health system and then Mike will give you a, a brief financial report. So for the project, uh, it's moving along very nicely. Uh, for our ER, we're expecting our certificate of occupancy for the, e for the expanded part of the ER on May 12th. And as long as everything goes as planned, we plan to have a ribbon cutting on May 17th. Uh, we're expected to have a certificate of occupancy for the new, new postpartum area on May 23rd. And if everything goes as planned there, we plan to open up the new postpartum before the end of May. The steel for the West Tower uh, expansion is going well. Uh, steel erection for the entire project will be complete uh, at the end of May and then dry-in uh, for the project will be complete at the end of July. We're right now reviewing preliminary drawings for the remodernization of the existing facility, and that project begins once we move into the new tower in May of 2024. I want to announce we had a great ribbon-cutting event uh, for our new Nolansville EMS station on February 28th. And lastly, uh, I want to just remind everybody that March 30th is uh, National Doctors' Day, so if you get a chance, send a quick note to your doctors telling, him, telling them how much we appreciate them uh, for what they do for our community. So with that, I'll turn it over to Mike. Thank you, Phil. Good evening. Guys, just to uh, show a few highlights on uh, the financial reports that you guys have. As you can see, our net revenue was a good bit higher than what we had budgeted. Just to point out that we recognized $2.2 million of ARPA money in that. Um, and it also, January was a little bit of an uh, anomaly for us. We had a, a lot of volume, which we hadn't been seeing in uh, November and December, or this last February that we just had. Um, but our admissions were up 8% year over year. Surgeries were up uh, 8%. Um, and ER visits were up 12%. So that generated that additional uh, net revenue. All in all, we came out with $3.3 million um, in uh, net income. If you take out the 2.2 in the ARPA money, we would have been a million dollars. So it's about a half a million dollars ahead of where we were for a budget. Uh, you can see where we are in cash. Uh, we've, we've certainly uh, meet our, our debt covenants. Uh, total cash, 273 days on hand. Um, excluding the bond money is 106. Uh, we have debt coverage of 3.3. And then you can see um, all of our key stats below are higher than our average has been. So um, with that, I'd like to address any questions you might have. Any questions for Mr. Mazuko or Mr. Genesee? I'm seeing none. Thank you. Now I believe we have a tax study report from Commissioner Paul Webb. Mr. Chair. Uh, Commissioner Mason is absent, as you well know, tonight, and so she asked me to give a quick report of the results of the Tax Study Committee Resolution 1122-40. This was the, uh, the resolution where we were going to look at ways 
to deal with the uh, increase in assessments and thus the ta property taxes in the historic Franklin District and what could be done. Commissioner Mason, along with Attorney Jeff Mosley and Will Denami, our county's government affairs consultant, um, had a, a phone conference with the comptroller's office. And to make it brief, essentially, um, any relief in the, in the tax for those specific properties would be considered unconstitutional according to the uniformity clause. And the controller went on to say that an opt-in option would also fail to meet that uniformity standard. Uh, a grant program was suggested, and they went into some detail with that, uh, but there would be some bureaucratic apparatus that would need to be set up for this creation of that. And then one of the other ideas was a consumer-based tax would require some more uh, work to, in order to put that in place and the amount of money, in their opinion, from the uh, historic Franklin would not be enough to offset some of these uh, increase in property values and taxes. So that's the summary there. Um, I would encourage anyone that has more questions about that, that when Commissioner Mason and Attorney Mosley get back to, to ask them the detail of that meeting. But essentially, uh, the Comptroller's Office has said that the relief is not, we're not able to do that because of this uniformity standard. But I thought that was important to Commissioner Mason wanted that to be reported to everyone tonight because most of the commissioners have been involved in that in some way or another. Webb. Any questions to that end? I know Commissioner Webb may not be able to answer them, but I'll ask anyway. I'll see none, so uh, we'll move on to elections and appointments. We have quite a few this evening. Uh, these will all be done by voice vote, if that's okay with Amy and Mr. Whidbey. First one up is the Planning Commission, a four-year term expiring 3 of 27, term expiring Sammy McCoy, nomination Sammy McCoy. I'll entertain a motion. Got a motion electronically from Matt Williams and a second from Greg Lawrence. Any discussion? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? If you're in favor, signify by saying aye. Aye. Any opposed? Nomination is accepted. Next up is Emergency Communications District Board of Directors. Uh, two terms, two four-year terms, expiring three of 27. Uh, in Districts 8 and 9, we have Robert Ring as the term expiring. Nomination is Robert Ring. Districts 10 and 11, term expiring is Jeffrey Gray. Nomination is Jeffrey Gray. I'll entertain a motion. Uh, motion from Commissioner Graves, seconded by Commissioner Matt Williams. Uh, any discussion? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? All those in favor signify by saying aye. aye. Any opposed? Nominations are accepted. Disciplinary Review Board, two-year term expiring three of 25. Terms expiring, Seth Obermeyer and Jasper Driscoll. Nominations, Seth Obermeyer and Jasper Driscoll. I'll entertain a motion. We have a motion from Commissioner Morton, seconded by Commissioner Hester. Any discussion? Seeing none, if you're ready to vote, all those in favor signify by saying aye. aye. Any opposed? Nominations are accepted. Highway Commission, uh, two-year two terms expiring three of 25. The Northwest District term expiring Stan Tyson. Uh, Northeast District term expiring Charles Wilson. Nominations Stan Tyson and Charles Wilson. I'll entertain a motion. 
Uh, we've got a motion from Commissioner Williams, seconded by Commissioner Herbert. Any discussion? Who do we have here? Stan Tyson and Charles Wilson. The agenda is correct. Okay. I apologize the if I misspoke. The agenda is correct. The screen is incorrect. Uh, Stan Tyson is the term expiring nomination, Stan Tyson, and then Charles Wilson is the other term expiring nomination, Charles Wilson. Any other discussions? Seeing none, if we're ready to vote, all in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Any opposed? Those nominations are accepted. Zoning Appeals Board, a five-year term expiring three of 28. Uh, term expiring, Don Crohan. Nomination, Don Crohan. Got a, looking for a motion. Got a motion from Commissioner Tunnicliffe, seconded by Commissioner Herbert. Any discussions? Seeing none, if we're ready to vote, all those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Any opposed? And that nomination carries. Next up is the consent agenda. I'll entertain a motion. Motion from Commissioner Stresser, seconded by Commissioner Lawrence. Um, any discussions? These were all included in your packet. Uh, this will be an electronic vote, so if you're in favor, press your yes button, opposed your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whidbey. 20 yes, zero no. Motion passes. There's no unfinished business. Under new business, we do have three public hearings uh, under zoning. The first public hearing is in regard to Resolution 323-1, Resolution to Amend Article 11 of the Williamson County Zoning Ordinance regarding uses that may be served by non-traditional wastewater treatment and disposal systems. So I'll now open the floor to the public hearing. Anyone wishing to come and speak, please come to the podium and state your name and your city of residence. Last call to speak. Public hearing is closed. That brings us to resolution 3231, resolution again to amend Article 11 of the Williamson County Zoning Ordinance regarding uses that may be served by non-traditional wastewater treatment and disposal. Looking for a motion. Got a motion from Commissioner Stresser, seconded by Commissioner Sanford. Um, Regional Planning Commission was 940 against. Exclamation, please, Commissioner Clifford. Uh, yes, I guess before we get started on this, I'd like to make a motion to amend. On the fifth, whereas the words soils was inadvertently omitted after the word suitable. So the motion is to add the word soils after suitable. Okay, we need to get the motion onto the floor. Uh, so I need another motion and another second. What number was that? Where was this is 323 one. Got a motion from Commissioner Sanford. Second from Commissioner Tunnicliffe. Uh, once again, to the amendment, uh, Commissioner Clifford. If you could just explain it again while she types. Oh, it. I'm sorry, yes. After, in the fifth whereas, the words soils was inadvertently omitted after the word suitable. So adding soils after suitable. 
All right, any questions to that amendment? If you're ready to vote, if you're in favor, press your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Again, this is on the amendment for the typo correction. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whitby. 20 yes, zero no. Now we're back to the resolution. Any questions or adjustments to be made to the resolution? Seeing none, if we're ready to vote. I'm sorry, we got a, yeah, Commissioner Lawrence. Could I ask Mike to come up? Could you use your button so I know to turn you on? I've got you now, but. Mike, um, question on this this resolution. Um, now I understand uh, the, the need for it because of what we're planning to do in special areas in the county, and you know we we actually talked about this when we when we went through the planning stages, and you and I were on the commission together. So, um, and 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 we included in that was a lot of discussions about these alternative systems and you know what the the fact that we we had concerns about their durability and the 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 um, the possibility of them failing and you know several years down the road and you know what would happen if if something like that were to occur so um I'm just wondering, and we haven't had a lot of discussions since that we did did the uh, land use plan about this. So, um, you know, when, as I was thinking about this tonight, um, in in, a, in the case of a special area plan, why would we be looking at alternative systems as opposed to maybe a more traditional sewer system for those areas? Um, well, first of all, good evening, uh, Mr. Lawrence and and, and commission members. Uh, so the areas that we're talking about are the triune zoning districts and the College Grove Village. And, and you remember, Commissioner Lawrence, that those are special area plans that were adopted and then endorsed by this body. Both of those plans call for certain types of land uses to be developed within those you know, fairly concentrated areas. And both of those plans suggest that rather than traditional septic, that the better way to, to uh, facilitate the development of those uses would be non-traditional systems because they're not so reliant on the soils on any given property. Um, there's not public sewer that's going to be available probably ever out there. And so the, the, uh, the nature of the wastewater would be these non-traditional wastewater treatment and disposal systems. And so there's a need to allow the systems in the RD5 district to help facilitate the type of development that is recommended in those special area plans um, you know consistent with the character that was envisioned by the by those respective communities okay so just to clarify the the, the traditional systems are they like the city of franklin public sewer system would would that be so prohibitively expensive for a, a, an area plan that it wouldn't be con conceivable or as opposed to these alternative systems i guess that's my question yeah i mean the the the, the closest municipal traditional sewer systems would be either the city of Franklin, which is very far away, or Metro that provides sewer to Nolansville. These areas that we're talking about are well outside of those areas and outside of, you know, their growth boundaries, even their proposed growth boundaries many years into the future. And so that's not a realistic uh, scenario. But it wouldn't be realistic for us to put one in like that as opposed to the alternatives. It's, I think that's correct that it wouldn't be. You know, the county's never been in the 
wastewater uh, provider business. I don't think there's a desire to. And I would say that the state is, is you know, not issuing very many point discharge permits. They, they prefer the land treatment option these days for the most part. All right, that answers my question. Thank you, Mike. Commissioner Stanford, did you have a question? Uh, statement. <clears throat> statement, okay. Go ahead. Um, <clears throat> Commissioner Lawrence, just to follow up, the system, uh, if and when implemented out there, will be a lot safer than a traditional septic system. Um, <clears throat> and I'd appreciate everybody's consideration and vote yes for this. Um, <clears throat> obviously, it's in my backyard uh, with the fire department and where I live. Um, <clears throat> it would uh, <clears throat> help these young ladies on the front row up here and a host of others that are trying to do certain things uh, to give the citizens out there in District 5 uh, what they've been asking for. And this is the first step in the right direction. And uh, I'd hope everybody would con have consideration on this and vote yes. Thank you. Any other questions or comments on Resolution 323-1? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? If you're in favor, press your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Yeah, I'm not seeing it either. There we go. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whitby. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Next public hearing is regarding resolution number 3232, resolution to amend articles 12 and 14 of the Williamson County Zoning Ordinance regarding open space standards. I will now uh, open uh, the public hearing. If there's anyone wishing to speak, please come to the podium and state your name and city of residence. One last call to speak. Public hearing is closed. Bringing us to resolution 323-2, resolution to amend articles 12 and 14 of the Williamson County Zoning Ordinance regarding open space standards. Got a motion from Commissioner Clifford, a second from Commissioner Tunnicliffe. Regional Planning Commission was 940 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Clifford. Addresses integration of open space into conservation subdivisions, and the purpose of this subsection is to ensure that open space is provided throughout those subdivisions. Uh, I'll uh, request uh, Planning Director Mike Madison to come up and answer any questions on it. Questions for Mr. Madison? Commissioner Torres? Um, can you, there, there was a lot of words in the resolution and a lot of measurements and I'm admittedly more of a visual guy, so I should have emailed you. I apologize I didn't, but can you at least kind of maybe paint a picture of what you're talking about or, or what the recommendation is? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So this amendment um, addresses two different sections of the zoning ordinance that relate to open space. Um, the first is a section that talks about how to how to uh, integrate open space into a development. So rather than you know, having all the open space in the back where nobody really sees it and it's hard to use, um, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's better to have that kind of spread throughout the subdivision. Um, we have some current language that is an improvement over what we used to have, but it's pretty prescriptive. And we feel like that because of the pres 
prescriptive nature of it, it limits design flexibility. So we're just proposing some more flexibility in how that's administered. Um, the other thing this does is that it, um, it changes the, the open space buffer requirements a bit for traditional subdivisions where every single lot is at least five acres or, or greater in size. Um, and that's really just to kind of level the playing field between traditional subdivisions, which we're trying to encourage, uh, and large lot easement subdivisions. You're welcome. Commissioner Lawrence. Okay, any other questions? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? If you're in favor, press your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Let's see Commissioner Williams. All right, record the vote, please, Mr. Whitby. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Uh, third and final public hearing tonight is regarding resolution number 3233, resolution to amend article 10 of the Williamson County Zoning Ordin Ordinance regarding dimensional standards for conservation subdivisions. I'll now open the public hearing. Anyone wishing to speak, please come to the podium. State your name and city of residence. Last call to speak. Public hearing is closed. Bringing us to resolution 3233, resolution again to amend article 10 of the Williamson County Zoning Ordinance regarding dimensional standards for conservation subdivisions. Proper motion made by Commissioner Clifford, seconded by Commissioner Hester. Regional Planning, Planning Commission was 940 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Clifford. Uh, tables at issue here outline dimensional standards such as lot widths and setbacks from property lines within the rural preservation zoning districts. Uh, the current lot width and building setback requirements for conservation subdivisions in these districts are based on a minimum lot size of one acre. I'll invite Planning Director Mike Madison up to answer any questions about the resolution. <coughs> questions for Mr. Madison? I'm seeing none. Oops, here we go. Commissioner Torres. Similar question. <laughs> Can you give me a visual? Like, I'm trying to envision it. Does this help somebody, like, say, who's wanting to put a pool in a backyard or? It would, absolutely. So long story short is that in late 2020, we changed the lot size requirements for conservation subdivisions. We actually reduced those. What we should have done is adjusted the setbacks accordingly, but that was just one of those you know, when you make one change, there's a ripple effect that wasn't caught at that point. So this is just correcting that. You're welcome. Any other questions? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? If you're in favor, press your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whitby. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. On to appropriations. Um, as approved earlier, we are moving up resolution 32317, resolution authorizing the Williamson County Mayor to enter into a lease agreement with election systems and software for the temporary use of voting machines. Proper motion made by Commissioner Hester, seconded by Commissioner Guffey. Election Commission was 540 against, Property Committee was 440 against, Budget Committee was 440 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Herbert. Oh, I didn't know I was supposed to explain on this. <laughs> Can't 
can I call Chad Gray up and the explanation more? Absolutely. <laughs> chairman members, uh, Chad Gray, Administrator of Elections. Our chairman, Jonathan Duda, is on spring break, so uh, I'm here to answer any questions. Mr. Chairman and members, this is basically a continuation of our current lease with election systems and software through June 30th. Our lease with them uh, expired February 28th, uh, and we have a city of Brentwood election uh, on the horizon May 2nd. Um, this will allow us to further negotiate and uh, get everything in order with state reimbursement regarding our voting machine purchase. So I'll entertain any questions. Question from Commissioner Richards. Good evening. Um, it's kind of a shot in the dark. Would we, I, I probably already know the answer to the question. I, I'm sure you know there's a lot of people who are interested in voting by paper ballot only. Would we be able to do any kind of version of that for the next two municipal elections considering that they're untested and it would be a good opportunity to, to try out something new? Commissioner Richards, I'm sure that the commission, our election commission, could entertain such an idea as that. Uh, obviously, in a smaller scale election, uh, that would be much more manageable. Uh, I can't speak for our commission, though, however, but that's certainly something we can explore. Could, could you bring that before them? I, I know it's a shot in the dark. I just thought I'd ask. Sure. I, I can get with our chairman and, and see if he'd like to at least discuss that. Our next meeting is March 23rd. Thank you. Question from Commissioner Hayes. I just want to put on the record, I second what Chris is requesting. I think it's a great idea to test out paper ballots because we have an overwhelming number of people who really don't want to continue using these machines. And I think it's a great opportunity to see how that goes. So that's just, that's all I want to say. Thank you. Any other questions or comments? question from Commissioner Sanford. My question is to Council. <clears throat> I've heard, and I wasn't able to attend the uh, Election Commission meeting, I've heard different stories from different people. Is it legal in Williamson County to do just hand-marked paper ballots and count them by hand? Okay. All right. Um, generally, no. The, the law says that a, um, if you've got over 300 people in a precinct in your county, um, they are required to have voting machines. Now, whether the voting machines can do hand ballot also is another thing. Um, I think that is one of the things that we're looking at with, with this particular machine. Um, but generally, if you cannot have just hand count ballots and someone put them in a box and someone count them under Tennessee law the way it's written right now. Thank you. Commissioner Sturgeon is uh, with us via web. Commissioner Sturgeon has a question. You're muted on your uh, device, Commissioner Sturgeon. We're still unable to hear you. 
I'm going to go on to Commissioner Guffey for now. Can you hear me now? There we go. We can hear you now. Okay. Thanks. Sorry for all the trouble, you guys. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, now I have two questions, actually, or two comments. What? The voting machines, technically, there's one is the and the other is the tabulator. And tell me if that's not correct. But I think it would be possible or okay with our constitution if we did paper ballots as long as we used a tabulator to count them. Is that correct? Commissioner Sturgeon, the um, currently there are a number of, well, there's at least one county that I know of for sure that, well, actually there's more than one. But I'm most familiar with Hamilton County, which currently has a hand-marked ballot with a tabulator, and the same would be true for Knox County as well. Okay. All right. So the answer is yes. So at least we could at least do the paper ballots hand-marked, as long as we have a machine that counts them. So um, I just wanted to um, echo uh, Commissioner Lisa Hayes in that I have been inundated with residents in my district and other districts and um, everybody, everybody is voicing their concerns about the machines and whether they're valid or not, there's a lot of lack of confidence in the machines and that alone is a problem that needs to be solved because voter confidence is, is critical. So um, I hope we're not in a situation where we just throw our hands up and say, Constitution is the way it is, and we're just going to keep moving forward because I think uh, the residents have valid concerns. I have some similar valid concerns about the machines, and um, I know it's the purview of the Election Commission to make these decisions. I just... Um, and I'm glad you all had that meeting because it did let people know they were being listened to. But um, I hope you guys have some creative ideas for how we can improve voter confidence in our elections. Thank you. Question from Commissioner Guffey. No. No. Oh. Question. Okay. Is there anyone else with a question for Mr. Gray? Commissioner Sanford, did you have another question? I don't know why you keep, uh, you're constantly blinking on my end. I All right. Do, I guess. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I just knew. <laughs> so this is just purely for allowing the mayor to enter this lease to, to take care of these municipal elections. And then my understanding in May, Chad, y'all will be coming back asking for whatever you're going to ask for then, correct? That, that is correct, Commissioner Sanford. Our intent is to, to have a resolution at the May meeting to purchase voting equipment. Uh, our five-member commission voted last month to pursue that with election systems and software. And just for the record, the council 
this commission doesn't have the authority to tell the election commission what they're going to do. We're just the funding body, correct? That if we say we're not going to fund this, go figure it out, then you're going to have to come back to us with something else, correct? Not necessarily. Okay. Um, Okay. Um, where was I? Oh, right, right. That's 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 election commission. Now the law provides that the county commission is required to fund it. However, it also says that the county commission fails to fund it. The election commission go ahead and, and purchase them. Okay. So if one. If one would ever want to get this changed, then we need to get it to two-thirds like we tried to do with this Franklin special tax resolution and, and get the state to change it to be able to do something different, right? Well, yeah, there's also constitution. Gotcha. No more questions. Thank you. Any other questions for Mr. Gray? As chairman, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead, Commissioner Sturgeon. I'm sorry, I just missed the last statement that Bobby made about if we don't fund the requests, then the election commission. Could you repeat that, Bobby, please? Sure, Commissioner Sturgeon. Um, the law provides that the county commission is required to fund the, the machines to purchase. If they fail to, the law provides that the election commission is their duty to to find the vending machine. So technically, one way or the other, they're going to get funded. Um, as you know, the state is actually going to probably be funding this one. But um, that, that but is true. That, that's that is what you're saying. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Any other questions? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? If you're in favor of resolution 32317, press your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Commissioner Hayes, there we go. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whidbey. 18 yes, two abstain. Resolution passes. Resolution 3234, resolution of the Williamson County Board of Education requesting an intra-category transfer to place funds in the correct account. Looking for a motion. Proper motion from Commissioner Steve Smith, seconded by Commissioner Matt Williams. Uh, school board was 12-4-0 against. Education committee was 6-4-0 against. Budget committee was 4-4-0 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Tunnicliffe. Yeah, this is the first one. Uh, first one, uh, this is an intercategory transfer for nursing at the schools. Um, move from contracted services to nursing payroll for a uh, half position to provide direct nursing services to a student. Any questions? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? If you're in favor, signify by pressing your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whidbey. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution number 32335, resolution amending the 22-23 Central Cafeteria Fund budget 
by $3,363,130.28 for additional expenditures from excess fund balance. Proper motion made by Commissioner Tunnicliffe, seconded by Commissioner Steve Smith. School Board was 1240 against, Education Committee 640 against, Budget Committee 440 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Tunnicliffe. I had a little help from uh, Commissioner, uh, Commissioner Superintendent Golden today on this. Uh, food service uh, bill here, the resolution here is three plus million dollar transfer. The USDA requires any fund balance in excess of three months operating expenses be spent on improvements for food service department only, based on fiscal year end balance. This is for the 2021-2022 fiscal year. Uh, funds have to be encumbered this fiscal year, kitchen and cafeteria repairs, equipment, replacement. It's higher than the past few years because of federal funding that year that gave reimbursement for all meals, not just free and reduced students. We are usually not nearly this high. Any questions? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? Whoops, got a couple of questions that just popped up. <laughs> uh, Commissioner Hayes. So my question is, does this mean that we can uh, reduce their budget next year if they have too much this year? Anyone? Well, I'd like to hear that from, yeah. Can't necessarily reduce their budget for next year. This was tied to 21-22, and it's truly excess, and so it has no effect on the budget going forward. Um, again, what Mr. Tonicliffe said, it was a result of the USDA providing full refunds for the lunches we will have some probably this year as well um, just because the usda in the last two months have has given the central cafeteria fund another almost one and a half million dollars um, but those so why they're giving them that additional money? it's funding that they have um, and it is the what we've received the last couple of months is specifically related to minimally processed food and so this particular um, spending the extra you can only spend it on equipment or you can spend it on um, increasing the quality of your food. Um, and so those are the two items. And we had, over the last couple of years, have postponed doing a lot of equipment repair um, because of COVID and because of the supply chain issue. And so it comes at probably a really good time for us, actually, um, to be able to do the repairs that need to be done on equipment in the cafeterias. I say more tater tots. Hey. <laughs> Kids would say so too. I think. <laughs> Thank you. We have another question from Commissioner Lawrence. Yeah, right. So just yes, sir. Uh, question: We we have we have made these uh, uh, appropriations from fund balance occasionally in the past, and and usually we get reimbursed by the USDA for for these types of of. Uh, or, or I guess I should ask, is this something that is going to be reimbursed? Is this type of appropriation going to be reimbursed or no? It's not. This is truly the way the state will go in and look at your year's expenditures, 10 months worth, divide it by 10, and say you can carry three months. And that is the maximum amount you could carry in fund balance. So when 21-22 ended, they had about $8 million, and so now they have to spend it down to about $5 million. So that's where the three came from is an actual number provided by the state. That's the maximum amount that they can carry was, was the three months of operating expenditures. So technically, this is money, the result of money that the USDA has already given us above and beyond what we would normally get. So Another question from Commissioner Torres. Um, just remind me, 
I remember in committee you said, I think that this is a self-sustaining fund, right? Correct. Okay, okay. thank Correct. you. Any other questions? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? If you're in favor, signify by pressing your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whidbey. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 3-23-6, resolution appropriating and amending the 22-23 library budget by $8,000, revenues to come from donations. Proper motion from Commissioner Tunnicliffe, seconded by Commissioner Paul Webb. Library board was 840 against. Budget committee 440 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Webb. Uh, Mr. Chair, I think this resolution is pretty self-explanatory. If anyone has any more detailed questions, uh, Ms. Jeffers, the director, is here and can answer those. But I think this one is pretty self-explanatory. Questions? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? If you are in favor, press your yes button. Any opposed, your no button. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whidbey. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 3237, resolution appropriating and amending the 22-23 Health Department budget by $997.52, revenues to come from grant funding. Proper motion made by Commissioner Chaz Morton, seconded by Commissioner Paul Webb. Public Health Committee was 340 against. Budget Committee 440 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Morton. Uh, this is uh, quarterly funds that we received for the state for child safety seats. Any questions? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? If you are in favor, press your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Commissioner Landrum. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whidbey. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 3238, resolution authorizing Williamson County to participate in an education incentive program by matching the state incentive payment for qualified volunteer firefighters and establishing a similar program for qualified emergency response personnel in Williamson County and appropriating and amending the 22-23 public safety budget Revenues to come from the state of Tennessee and unappropriated county general fund balance. Proper motion made by Commissioner Sturgeon, seconded by Commissioner Tunicliffe. The law enforcement public safety was 540 against with one abstention. Budget committee was 440 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Sanford. This is a um, <clears throat> matching of the funds for the state. Uh, so the firefighters will receive their um, extra $600 from Williamson County. Any questions? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? No, oh, we have a question. Just, just well, for the record, I, uh, I don't accept this money um, from the Williamson County uh, government or from the state of Tennessee, being a firefighter. Um, but I am eligible, so I'm told I have to abstain from it. So, Stanford, are there any other questions? Question from Commissioner Hayes. Just curious. The, uh, state of Tennessee, um, if you meet the certain number of training hours for a volunteer firefighter, gives those firefighters $600 a year. Um, in addition, the county commission voted prior to us coming on, um, I believe, and Judy can probably explain when it was, but um, voted to match the state funds. So the county commission will also pay $600 to those volunteer firefighters that do meet the absorbent number of training hours. Thank you. 
Also, Bill Jorgensen is here if there are any questions for him. Any other questions on this resolution? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? If you're in favor, press your yes button when it loads. There we go. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whidbey. 19 yes, one abstain. Resolution passes. Resolution 3239, resolution appropriating and amending the 22-23 solid waste budget by $366,000 for additional fuel expenses, revenues to come from unappropriated solid waste fund balance. Proper motion made by Commissioner Steve Smith, seconded by Commissioner Drew Torres. Municipal Solid Waste Board was 440 against. Budget Committee 440 against. What is the commissioner on this one? Okay, if you don't mind, Commissioner Herbert, explanation, please. This is due to increases in fuel for the solid waste department. Add any questions? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? If you're in favor, press your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whitby. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 32310, resolution accepting a donation on behalf of Williamson County Animal Control and appropriating and amending the 22-23 animal control budget by $47,500 revenues to come from donations. Proper motion made by Commissioner Morton, seconded by Commissioner Torres. Public Health Committee was 340 against. Budget Committee 440 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Morton. Uh, just accepting some generous donations. Uh, I believe we are down to one catio left. Two, two catios. They're going quickly. We want to say a special thank you to Mark and Cindy Enderley. Am I saying that correctly? Thank you uh, for this great donation for the catios. Any questions? Are we ready to vote? If you're in favor, signify by pressing your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whidbey. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 32311, resolution appropriating and amending the 22-23 Parks and Recreation Department budget by $48,000 revenues to come from privilege tax. Proper motion made by Commissioner Herbert, seconded by Commissioner Sturgeon. Parks and Rec was 440 against. Budget Committee 440 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Herbert. This is for, at the Franklin location of Parks and Rec, a cashier building. It gets so hot during the summer that it melts the computers and creates a lot of problems. So this will happen. This is coming from the privilege tax. Any questions? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? If you're in favor, press your yes button. Any opposed, your no button. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whidbey. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 32312, resolution appropriating and amending the 2223. I had something come on my screen here, so I can't. There we go. 2223 Parks and Recreation budget by $85,495.73. Revenues to come from donations. Proper motion made by Commissioner Herbert, seconded by Commissioner Webb. Parks and Rec 440 against, Budget Committee 440 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Herbert. 
this is donation to pay for the hiring and scheduling officials for the games and also for purchase of lawn products for the maintenance of the fields. Any questions? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? If you're in favor, press your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whidbey. 19 yes, one abstain. Resolution passes. Yeah, I think Tony Cliff should be marked. Absent. That's kind of what I was thinking. Okay, so 19 yes, one absent. Resolution passes. Resolution 32313, resolution appropriating $95,263 for the purchase of 50 automated external defibrillators, AEDs, with additional cabinets, patient pads, license, and shipping cost. Revenues to come from the American Rescue Plan Act funds. Proper motion made by Commissioner Paul Webb, seconded by Commissioner Steve Smith. Budget committee was 440 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Webb. Chair, this will be paid for out of the American Rescue Plan funds, and the reason for that is that this deals with the public health, and the uh, Kevin Benson, our property manager, will take these units and place them uh, in the county buildings as well as the Solid Waste Department will have some of these in vehicles as they have sites and vehicles, trucks running all across the county. Uh, if anyone has any questions about placement, Kevin's here to answer that and Bill Jorgensen or Michael Wallace can answer anything technical about these uh, units. Uh, came up in budget, they have an eight-year warranty on these. The pads, if you're familiar with an AED, the pads that come with these units will work on pediatric as well as adults. Part of the selling point of these is it will ease the monitoring of the pads and the location, which can be done electronically. So I urge your approval. This is, again, from ARPA funds. We have a, a question from Commissioner Torres. Clarify the manufacturer, just because I may have a conflict. And these are striker models. Yeah, the CR2. Does that... And the vendor is, uh, I think the vendor is in here. We put in there the, um, these are LifePak CR2 fully automatic uh, um, defibrillators. Does that help? Yes, thank you. No conflict. Any other questions? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? If you're in favor, press your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whidbey. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 32314, resolution of the Board of Commissioners of Williamson County appropriating not to exceed $850,000 for the replacement of a bridge on Forest Drive. Revenues to come from the American Rescue Plan Acts Fund. Proper motion made by Commissioner Herbert, seconded by Commissioner Webb. Highway Commission was 440 against. Budget Committee 440 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Herbert. This is for replacement of the bridge on Forest Drive that we originally thought this road and bridge was in Cheatham County, but we found out it's actually, they had been maintaining the road, but it's actually in Wimson County. So now we have to maintain it, but it'll be paid by the American Rescue Funds. We have a question from Commissioner Sturgeon. I'm just curious. I tried to Google Forest Drive and I, nothing would come up. So where is this? 
got Mr. Hood coming up. Fresh Creek Road, which is off of Highway 100. Not happy, Mr. Archer. Oh. Okay, thank you. Any other questions, uh, Commissioner Smith? Uh, I read this. I was I was led to believe that we accepted this as part of a development, like we normally accept roads and and other infrastructure as part of development. But now, you're saying. It was, we thought it was in Cheatham County, but we found out it's in Williamson County. It never, it never was a development. It was just a lady applied for a zone certificate, a driveway cut, and she went to Cheatham County, and they referred her back to us. So it's about 960 feet of roadway that we're talking about here, which is bridge is a part of that. Just for, uh, she's going to build a house. We accepted the road thinking the, bridge was in good shape oh, no 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 well per our legal we had to accept the road because it was been in there i've been in since 81 it's always been there but some we don't know who built the bridge the structure itself they said a farmer built it but the bridge was part of the road so yes we had to accept the bridge when we accepted the road we knew this going in or what we had to do any other questions Seeing none, if you're ready to vote, if you're in favor, press your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whidbey. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 323-15, resolution appropriating and amending all 22-23 county departmental budgets by $2,982,791.83 to provide for an additional payroll in the fiscal year. Revenues to come from unappropriated fund balance. Proper motion made by Commissioner Herbert, seconded by Commissioner Tunnicliffe. Uh, budget committee was 440 against. Explanation please, Commissioner Herbert. We have 26 payroll periods a year, but this time it's 27. It happens once every 11 years. So, it doesn't affect anyone's salary. It's just an extra payroll period. Questions? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? If you're in favor, press your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whidbey. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 323-16, resolution correcting an expense line item previously approved in resolution 223-11 as it relates to donations for the 22-23 Parks and Recreation budget. Proper motion made by Commissioner Herbert, seconded by Commissioner Tunnicliffe. Budget committee was 440 against. Explanation please, Commissioner Herbert. This is just to correct an error in the expense line for maintenance and repairs for the Parks Department. Any questions? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? If you're in favor, signify by pressing your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Commissioner Guffey. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whidbey. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Late filed resolution 323-23, resolution appropriating and amending the 22-23 health department budget by $25,000, revenues to come from state grant funds. 
Proper motion made by Commissioner Morton, seconded by Commissioner Webb. Public Health Committee was 340 against. Budget Committee 440 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Webb. There you Help go. with that? There we are. Yes. Um, this is uh, some grant money we received. Uh, Mayor Ken Moore's been at the forefront of really uh, trying to work on suicide prevention. And we've had this come in front of our commission a few times when we talked about putting up the safety barriers on the Natchez Trace Bridge. Uh, this is a grant that we received to allow another $25,000 so that we can provide training and social media to help uh, prevent suicide thoughts. Questions? Question from Commissioner Hayes. Training is going to target. That may be kind of an odd question, but um, is it teenagers? Is it adults or both? All of the above? Anybody? I'm just curious. I think it's important. Uh, the training is going to be the question, persuade, and refer. It's the QPR training. It's a certification training that helps. Um, individuals so that we can take it out and train um, provide kind of train the trainer go to rotary clubs churches things like that to help people recognize signs and symptoms of suicide and then provide those resources for how they can refer patients or, or residents okay very much any other questions seeing none are we ready to vote if you're in favor signify by pressing your yes button any opposed your no Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whitby. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 32325, late filed resolution authorizing the Williamson County Mayor to enter into a memorandum of understanding with the City of Fairview for new recreational ball field lighting at the Fairview Ballpark and appropriating and amending the 22-23 capital projects budget by $429,522. Proper motion made by Commissioner Hayes, seconded by Commissioner Webb. Parks and Rec was 440 against. Budget Committee 440 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Hayes. So this is um, we we actually got Fairview to actually to split the cost of this. Is to improve the lighting at our um, on our playing surfaces, so it's a little safer for our children. It also uh, comes with a 25-year warranty. So greatly reduces our maintenance costs as well as our cost of energy consumption because they're LED lights. Um, the biggest thing is that we are splitting the cost with Fairview, so that's a win-win. We're eventually going to have to do this. Um, I had a nice conversation with Gordon, and I, I don't know if Gordon's here, but he's welcome to get up and put in his two cents worth as well. But I had a long conversation. I think it's a great, um, a great thing and that we're getting to split the cost with the city. I know that's something we like to do. So any questions? Questions for Gordon or Commissioner Hayes? Uh, got a question from Commissioner Richards. No, do we know how quickly? I, I know the LED. I'm assuming these are done to, because they're hopefully going to pay for themselves. Do we know how quickly they will pay for themselves? Commissioner Richards, we we don't. Um, the study, this is part of a Schneider Electric proposal for the county to look at relighting uh, ball fields. It's part of a, a greater electrical upgrade package for the entire county. Kevin Benson has kind of been heading that up. So it's in different pieces. The, the ball field lighting is a big piece of that. 
So the way that they did the plan uh, was pretty much all inclusive. So I really don't know taking that out individually what that uh, payback is on that. But the 25 year warranty is significant in that we don't have to replace any lights. We don't have to do any maintenance and the LED consumption is a lot less than the current metal halo lights that are already out there. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Any other questions? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? If you're in favor, signify by pressing your yes button. Any opposed your no? Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whitby. 19 yes, one no. Resolution passes. Lay filed resolution 32326, resolution appropriating and amending the 2223 Parks and Recreation budget by $77,634.75. Revenues to come from donations. Proper motion made by Commissioner Webb, seconded by Commissioner Hester. Parks and Rec was 440 against. Budget Committee 440 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Webb. Expenditures are lined up. The bulk of this, 39285 will go for part-time officials and sports keepers. The rest will go for the maintenance of miscellaneous items to maintain the park system. Any questions? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? If you're in favor, press your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Commissioner Sturgeon. There we go. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whidbey. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Under other, resolution number 32318, resolution authorizing the Williamson County Mayor to enter into a lease agreement with the City of Fairview for the use of a facility to provide emergency response services. Proper motion made by Commissioner Herbert, second, seconded by Commissioner Steve Smith. Budget committee was 440 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Herbert. This is an agreement for the mayor to sign with the city of Fairview for the use of the facility for an ambulance and their crew for emergency response services for Fairview and the surrounding area. Questions? <coughs> Seeing none, if we're ready to vote, if you're in favor, press your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Commissioner Guffey. Oh, we'll do a voice vote. There we go. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whitby. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 32319, resolution authorizing the annual inflation adjustment concerning permit numbers DML 9400065 and SNL 9400057 for the Williamson County Landfield in approving the amendment to the contract for obligation in lieu of performance bonds to adjust for inflation. Proper motion made by Commissioner Herbert, seconded by Commissioner Smith. Solid waste board was 440 against. Budget committee 440 against. Explanation please, Commissioner Herbert. This is a landfill annual inflation adjustment which is required for an amendment to the contract for the performance bonds. If you got any questions, I don't is Mac here? There's Mac back there. He can answer them. Questions? Seeing none, are we ready? Here we go. Commissioner. Can you put this in layman's terms, please? 
<laughs> Dealing with TDEC, is that enough said? <laughs> what it is is uh, landfills have a liability and responsibility. So most privately held landfills have a pool of money that they have to keep putting aside. If something happens, they have money to fix it. Government doesn't have to have the money available. We just have to promise that we will fix it. So that's the difference here. And it goes up every year. Question from Commissioner Tunnicliffe. Hey, Mac, I really just wanted to tell you thank you to you and your staff. Um, Saturday, I got several calls about what do we do with yard debris after all the storms. And your guys up there in the grassland area were outstanding, and they were working their tails off. So thank you very much. Us and the highway department's been rather busy dealing with brush. Any other questions or comments? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? If you're in favor, press your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whidbey. 19 yes, one abstain. Resolution passes. Uh, this next resolution, I believe, requires an amendment. It's resolution number 32320, resolution to permit the Williamson County Mayor to authorize the temporary sale of alcoholic beverages at the Agricultural Exposition Park during the annual rodeo, uh, Rotary Rodeo. Uh, proper motion made by Commissioner Herbert, seconded by Commissioner Graves. The Budget Committee was 440 against. Uh, explanation, please, Commissioner Herbert. Okay, the amendment is changing beer to alcohol and it's also in that the alcohol will only be sold in a confined area not open to the public but this is the Franklin Noon Rotary requesting this during the Franklin Rodeo this is just in a small VIP area and it's not open to the public you have to have special tickets there but we request this once a year but we I guess we need to vote on the amendment first so I'd like to make a motion do I need to do a motion to do the amendment? For motion to amend by Commissioner Herbert. Do we have a second? Uh, Commissioner Stresser is the second. Uh, so now we're voting on the amendment, which again is to change all wording of beer to alcohol in this resolution. Are there any questions to that amendment? Commissioner Sanford? I'll wait till the next go around. Okay. Any questions on the amendment? Seeing none, if we're ready to vote, if you're in favor of the amendment, press your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whidbey. 18 yes, 2 no. Amendment passes, and we're back to the resolution. Uh, Commissioner Sanford. Is it the Rotary that benefits from selling this alcohol? Does the county get any kickback from that or anything? Or? All the money raised from the rodeo goes to charity. Thank you. Any other questions on the resolution? Seeing none, are we ready to vote? If you're in favor, press your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whidbey. 18 yes, 2 no. Resolution passes. Resolution 32321, resolution amending the five-year capital improvement program for schools, roads, fire protection, and recreation. Proper motion made by Commissioner Tunnicliffe, seconded by Commissioner Steve Smith. 
Uh, school board was 11-4, one against. Highway Commission 4-4-0 against. Education Committee 6-4-0 against. Budget Committee 4-4-0 against. Explanation, please. Commissioner Herbert. This is the five-year capital improvement program that we have to do every year. It's just a uh, guide to what they like. It doesn't mean it's set in stone, and it's required for the adequate facility tax and adequate school facility tax. Any questions? Seeing none, if we are ready to vote, if you are in favor, press your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whitby. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Uh, lastly, late filed resolution 323-24, resolution authorizing Williamson County to join the state of Tennessee and other local governments in amending the Tennessee State Subdivision Opioid Abatement Agreement and approving the related settlement agreements. Motion made by Commissioner Paul Webb, seconded by Commissioner Drew Torres. Budget committee was 440 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Webb. I have heard about the opioid settlements that are going about for the various drug companies and vendors. This, you'll see Exhibit B, gives into more detail of this. And at the, at the bottom, this tells you the businesses that will be contributing to this, Teva, Aragon, CVS, Walgreens, and Walmart. These funds will be paid to the state and then allocated to the county, approximately 15% to the county. And then the other funds going to the state will be allocated in other programs. This is over 18 years. Uh, Councilor Cook or Mayor Anderson may have more answers to any detailed questions. Are there any questions? Seeing none, if we are ready to vote, if you're in favor, press your yes button. Any opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change their vote, please do so at this time. Record the vote, please, Mr. Whitby. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. I want to once again thank the sheriff and his deputies for being here tonight. Are there any other items to come before this commission? If not, do I hear? Here we go. Move we to have adjourn. an item. Never Mac wants to speak. Mac wants to speak. Never mind. Mac wants to speak. He gets to speak. Solid waste. It went through the solid waste board, and I guess it just didn't get on the agenda. But the uh, annual progress report for TDEC is due at the end of this month. So I'd like to, to run that by you and get a vote on it. Can't do it? Okay, then we'll file it. But... Okay. Any other items to come before the commission? Move to adjourn. We are adjourned. <laughs>